0: Bing bing. Hello, 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 friends. This is Rebecca Conran here on the New Story Podcast, coming at you with the 2021 Energy Report. This week we're looking at January the 11th to the 17th. Well, we started this year off already pretty intensely. Um, You know, we saw it in the astrology. We knew that there was going to be some tension. We knew that it was possible that there'd be aggression around... The Mars in Aries uh, energy, the transit there, which, of course, we saw on Wednesday. We saw the really fucking lame storming of Congress. I mean, it was just so fucking disorganized, chaotic, just kind of like a bunch of idiots going to fucking... Disneyland or something. It was like a cross between a National Lampoon's and a fucking, um, you know, Nicolas Cage movie. And, um, I, I am just like everybody else. I'm just a human being. I have my personal opinions on it that may be, you know, that sometimes don't always like, uh, uh, agree with my spiritual sense, you know? (laughs) So my spiritual sense is, These people are suffering and they're fucking sick, you know, and somehow they are trapped in a level of self-awareness. They're trapped outside of a level of sense of a sense of awareness. Um, And I feel incredibly sad for them. And on the other side, I also think don't you fucking project that shit onto us, onto everybody else, that violence, you know, like you're having a hard time. I get it. It's fucking hard. This life is so fucking hard, but don't make it about everybody else's fucking fault. The work you're not doing yourself. So there's, there's like many perspectives, you know, and sometimes I go around and around in these perspectives because I'm like these fucking jackasses. And I'm like, fuck this government, you know, like, we've been, we've been not just complaining, we've, the receipts are there, people have been inciting violence, the president has been inciting violence, there have been people run over in peaceful protests, there's been so much fucking abuse, and, you know, it does make me pissed off that only when the senators feel personally scared that they're willing to do what they took an oath to do. And, you know, I'm looking at them not necessarily as, you know, they're, they are paid positions. They're doing a job and I do get pissed when someone's not doing their job right (laughs) I'm like someone else could be doing this job that fucking would be doing it better. So I do get very frustrated at um at these just incredibly selfish narcissistic politicians um that are a reflection of you know the narcissistic population that has elected them as well. And it is all of our responsibility. Um And it's just a really wild fucking time we're living in. I mean, this whole week, I basically, I never watch the news. I really don't. I read it, you know, when I want to. I'm very, very in touch with what's going on in the world. And, uh, but I try not to let it dictate my life, obviously. And Wednesday was the first time that I was watching the news, you know, I was watching the information coming in and I was, I was considering, you know, um, just all the different avenues that may, may be coming up for us in this country from that. And knowing what I know, and I think this is so important for all of us, we should all know exactly what World War II was like and exactly what the world was like between World War One and World War II. Um and what led to fascism, what led to... Um, you know, there were citizens in every single fucking country that Nazis were in that were compliant with the Nazi agenda or out of fear... Would be compliant with the Nazi agenda, you know whether or not they they accepted it as truth for themselves, they saved their own neck by abandoning their fellow man um, that cannot ever happen again. It is so important that these kind this kind of um this kind of selfish violence um Totally unwilling to share human dignity with the rest of the population um, it it has to be um, shifted, and when someone is unwilling to transform and grow and becomes a um, what's the word? Um, a threat to other human beings that are just trying to live a life an existence of dignity. Um, that shit has to fucking, as a group, we have to make sure that that does not happen, um, while also making sure that we try to find healing and support for these individuals that are so entrenched in their own um, suffering, you know their own trauma, and uh, I think of Ariel Pink because it's come out that Ariel is a Trump supporter, and he was there at the rally. He wasn't. He didn't storm Congress, but he was. He was protesting at the rally, or you know, he showed up there. So for whatever reason, you know, he was there, and he's been fired by his um, by Mexican Summer, who's a record label that he was under. Now, I used to spend time with Ariel like 10 years ago um, and with the whole group of people associated with that um, record label and sort of that area, that like L.A. kind of arts community. And it is rife with fucking drug addiction, rife meth addiction. I've done meth with uh, Ariel and many of those individuals many times, you know, 11 years ago, back in the day when I was a drug addict. And, um, you know, when we are okay with people in our communities becoming more and more isolated, vulnerable, paranoid, um, trapped in their wounded beings, um, we enable them to go further and further into a sense of narcissism and wounding. You know, narcissism is where someone never believes their needs will be met, so they become increasingly controlling of and self selfish around their own needs um, and will walk over anybody else because they feel that no one will ever give, you know, nothing will ever uh, help to heal or support or nourish or meet their needs. And when I think of Ariel becoming a Trump supporter, I also think of how many people glorified his drug use as a bohemian lifestyle and maybe turned their back on the fact that he was struggling and felt that he had no support for many, many years. And, you know, um, I just don't think anyone is just an asshole or just a piece of shit or just a fucking whatever. I think there's so much to everybody. I think there's so much to all of those people who have, you know, uh, who are white supremacists. I think there's a lot of pain there. And I think that we have to consider... The pain that is fueling what's going on in this world, and so much of the energy this week is going to be about that, and be willing to not accept the behavior, but look at what is creating that behavior, and if we are in some way participating in that, you know, when I saw Mexican Summer like publicly announce that they were dropping Ariel for just attending the rally, um, I. I felt kind of angry on behalf of Ariel, to be honest. I mean, I think he it's a low fucking point for him to be a Trump supporter, absolutely. And I'm not saying that's their prerogative to have him on their record label, for sure. But at the same time, just thinking about how much we enable suffering in other people and profit off of it. We profit off of artists being drug addicts, and we think you know, how many images have you seen of like the 1960s and everybody's smoking and fucking drinking and they're all fucking each other's lovers and like they're miserable, but the music is good. So we don't care if they're fucking miserable. We don't care if they're suffering. We don't care that, you know, there's a 27 club because our poor young people can't make it past their Saturn returns because they're fucking drug addicts because they're making money and they're artists and we like that we like that they help us to define our pain because they're in pain and that pisses me off it pisses me off that um our that that you know that people aren't seeing that kind of responsibility and um I think that it's it's so personal what we're experiencing right now. It's so, so fucking personal. And we have to be able to see the trajectory of how people get from point A to point B. Um, and that understanding is is key, is key. And I think that there's not even... A, sometimes there's nothing to do about it other than to actually see clearly. And when somebody feels seen and heard clearly, um, typically they are able to relax into their bodies and to move through life in a more confident way where they feel supported. So if we aren't seeing ourselves clearly, and if we are refusing to see these other individuals clearly and hear them clearly, we're going to continue to cultivate this experience of separation with one another rather than connection. And sometimes all that's needed is for you to really pay attention to that connection. Even if it's not through words, you're not actually acting on anything, just by experiencing that connection, that's really how we change our vibration. And so much of this coming in energy is about that, you know. I think we are getting really fucking tired of words, and you know, it's not lost on me that like I'm here doing a fucking energy report. You know, it's like that's really centered around words. Um, I think about this all the time because I think about how I feel when I'm in a one of my sound healing uh, events. And how much, how important it really is to let go of words and identity and these defining things and to just experience being, to just experience. And um, that's for everybody to kind of, that's also a trajectory of healing. You know, at some point you become less and less inclined to look for explanations through words, and you are more focused on your sensory. Your sensory mode of feeling, your sensory mode of knowing. And I think, you know, um, I I personally, I've never been on Twitter, so I don't really care if it is not available, but I do know that it must be very helpful to a lot of people in, in sharing information, um, but I think on the whole, we have to be really, and maybe you've been feeling this too, connecting much less into these these uh, this this infrastructure of information right now, because so much of it is an illusion or an opinion, and not reality. And I think of this in terms of the spiritual community, uh, politics, religion, literally fucking everything, art. Um, I think spirituality and wellness has also played a critical component in what we're seeing in the world right now, negatively, a critical negative component. Um, I think that, you know, um, like, I'll give you an example. Right now, I told you guys last week, I'm getting, I have to get a wisdom tooth pulled. And I'm 37 years old. I'm almost 38 years old. I've never had my wisdom teeth pulled. I've never had any issues with my teeth. Um, However, the wisdom tooth that needs to be pulled is on a heart point. I have been doing a lot of my own personal heart healing. It makes sense to me that it's flared up. However, I was trying to put it off for like two months now. Um, the pain that I've been in, although that's not entirely true. I booked an appointment with a dentist um, in between quarantining and everything so I could see my mother, um, who's moved to England now, and my niece, who was just born, So I booked this appointment and it kept getting pushed back because he was on vacation and then he had to quarantine and then he wanted to get the vaccination and wanted to wait and see how he was feeling after that. So it kept getting pushed back. So eventually I was like, you know what, I just need to go and get an antibiotic because this whatever this bacterial infection is that is, you know, behind also needing to have this tooth removed, this wisdom tooth removed, which is normal. Um, I, uh, I was like, you know, none of my natural stuff has helped and I don't even take, I don't even take Motrin when I get my period and not for any reason other than my periods aren't that bad anymore. So like now I just like, because of eating clean and taking good care of myself, um, like I, I don't really need very much medication, but I'm fucking taking antibiotics. I'm not against taking antibiotics. Um, I try to do anything I can to support myself outside of taking medications, but I think that medication is very important. Before antibiotics uh, were here, you know, 30% of deaths were from bacterial infections. You know what I'm saying? Like, Medicine is also a part of nature and the world that we're living in and the incredible um, human spirit. Do I think it's overused? Sure. Do I think that it needs to be integrative? Absolutely. I think we need to look at the whole person. When I'm dealing with my toothache, this wisdom tooth needing to come out, I know that there are components that I have to work on in my energy You know, I've been very conscientious around uh, my nutrition. All of these things help to support it, but also antibiotics are helping me too. And I felt a marked improvement um, almost immediately, probably because I never take antibiotics. So I felt that it's been, uh, I felt tireder, but I felt that it's been helping me um, to get rid of this bacterial infection so I can have this tooth extracted those are all natural things. Just because I'm a spiritual person doesn't mean I'm never going to have a fucking toothache or a tooth that needs to be pulled. You know, in so much of the wellness community, I mean, I still see on my Instagram, it's so fucking annoying. I don't know why it's even being like, I mean, it must be from listening to me or whatever, but I, I see these like law of attraction, um, like quotes being posted. And I'm not saying this, it's not about the law of attraction. Of course, I know the law of attraction is is very much a part of our experience but I also think that you know I see all these quotes posts under the guise of the law of attraction of this will 2021 is the year you get everything you want blah, blah blah it's like okay this is so it's not what people need to be hearing right now we don't need to be hearing that we're going to make all the money that we need to be making in 2021 is that fucking true I don't think so I don't think we're going to be becoming millionaires this year You know, I think at, I think we could be having our needs met. I think we could be doing okay. This isn't a year to go, you know, oh, like all the the money you desire, it's here now. It's like all of this false fucking propaganda, the false propaganda continually coming, streaming through the spiritual wellness realms also has aided this fucking conspiracy theory-like environment that we're in, the QAnon stuff, all of that is also fueled by um, my community, my extended community, the wellness spiritual community. And, um, you know, that's that's all of our responsibility to really get fucking real. And I think over the years, there have been times where I, I, I believed so, a lot different stuff than I believe now you know I've definitely gone through phases Um, at one point I think I was staunchly against um, antibiotics let's say you know because um, I was under the impression that I could heal myself into a place where I became indestructible and that is just not true. It's not true. I read this really funny thing the other day and it said healthy people are going to feel really dumb dying of nothing one day. (laughs) And, uh, like, it was like, oh, yeah. Uh, You know, the body breaks down. The body has its own rhythms. It's not about how divine you are if you experience sickness in the body and also um like it's not a mark of how divine you are if you never ever get sick i mean i never get sick but then at the same time i experience fluctuations in my energy and different you know i got a fucking bad tooth right now and i'm like 10 pounds heavier than i want to be you know um do i think that that is because there's something not right about me spiritually no I think that like I'm in a human body and that's part of my spirituality is working on these things continually. So, you know, um, I forget what my fucking point was here. I'm just rambling on and on. Um, I think that like so much of our experience like is responsible for what we're seeing. We're responsible, but that doesn't mean like we need to sit around and shame ourselves it just means that we really need to work on opening up our minds opening up these places that feel closed to you know in terms of our beliefs and our values and i'm going to get into that with this um report this week so this is the energy report for january the 11th through the 17th the theme i've picked is i can and i will and really this is about just being motivated to keep fucking going you know, that, um, like, you know, this last week I was so tired. I was so tired. Oh, I remember what I was talking about. I'm such a fucking meanderer. Um, you know, I was so tired watching the news on Wednesday, like for like a couple hours, I was just like paying attention to what was coming in and I really got into sewing never been an embroiderer before but I just like I had gotten these embroidery tools and so I just like started embroidering and uh, I really got into it and made some really beautiful stuff and before I knew it I'd just been embroidering for like this entire fucking week I mean in between my other responsibilities and making food and going on walks But really, I'm just living very small right now. And it really helped me to feel a sense of peace because I was just being very present. And I think for all of us, we need to be looking for that deep presence right now. Um, Any things that we can be doing to cultivate that presence. Um, For me, you know, sewing this week was a way to... I was still using my mind and and thinking about what was going on, but I was also being fueled by something that was really calming me and helping me to stay grounded and present and feeling a lot of peace inside. And I think that, you know, that's going to be a big key component right now is to be expressing ourselves creatively because these feelings need an outlet um, that we're having. And for me, you know, I always want to create something of beauty out of whatever it is that I'm feeling. And um, in that you can see a painting of someone's pain or suffering or their rage and it be beautiful Um, or a song um, or anything, a performance. And I think that, you know, it's really important to not just hold all this energy inside of ourselves that we're actually utilizing it to it and expressing it in a way that creates beauty. Um, so the theme this week is I can and I will. And you can. And you fucking will. And that's it. We're going to get through this time. You know? And back to studying World War II. If you look at what actually people went through. Or World War One, Or anything. Anytime in history, if you look at what people went through, I mean, my fucking God. You know? They couldn't communicate with one another. It took four months to get a letter during World War II. Four fucking months. You know? People got on with their lives. They survived. They helped one another. They had much less than we do. And they made it through. Because they had the sheer willpower and... They somehow pulled it up out of themselves. And human beings are absolutely incredible because we always find a way. So don't forget that, you know, you can, you will. This is our time in history to like show that kind of resolve, that kind of service. Um, We can, we can and we will. The tarot card this week. Two popped up. The main one is the Knight of Pentacles with uh, support from the Eight of Swords. So we got another court card this week. This time a little bit more mature than last week. We had a page, but much more stubborn too. Last week, the Page of Cups was all about kindness. Uh, Not that anybody listened to that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Self-included. I was like, let's all just be kind. Two days into the week. Fuck these motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, No. The Osho card names... The Osho tarot names this card Slowing Down, which I really like. Um, The Knight of Pentacles, it can be positively or negatively manifested as anything, you know, as astrology too. It has a shadow side and it has a higher side that we really are aiming for. And sometimes we see the shadow elements coming out. A lot of times we do. This card can ask ask us to be strong and steady, thorough, patient, hardworking, and realistic. But it also asks us to watch for being pessimistic, unadventurous, inflexible, obstinate, and refusing to look for compromise. We want to look for win-win solutions. We're being asked to slow down and really be patient in our observation of the current times. Look at life from all angles, Place yourself in another's shoes to see from their perspective too. You know, um, that is the problem with these bipartisan politics. You know, everybody's just like sounding the horn about their, about what they want without understanding why someone else has an... (coughs) Oh, wow. Hi, Momo. Do you mind? Um without understanding why somebody has the perspective that they have. If we can't understand them, we can't help to grow into a place of compromise where we're all getting our needs met, or at least they feel at the core that their needs are being met. Nobody ju- nobody's need is that they need to be the only uh, culture on earth. There can only be white people. You know, That's not their need being met. Um, That's their fear being projected. The need that needs to be met is like community, safety, um, you know, having their needs met, feeling that uh, other human beings are not a threat to their survival. That's going to be the need that needs to be met there, you know? So that person is experiencing threats to their survival, and it's under, it's been painted as a picture of a false reality that it's this black person that's, that's creating that uh, or this immigrant that's creating that or this gay person that's creating that. And ultimately, we have to help remove that um, illusion and show them what their true needs are. But we also have to do that through example, All we can do that through is our own personal example. So we have to know what our own true needs are. Be meeting those needs to be willing to be an example and then to serve in that capacity to help other people meet their needs. Um, So this week, you know, put yourself in other people's shoes. Look at all perspectives. We also, with the secondary card being the Eight of Swords, we can be trapped in guilt and fear of our own making. You know, the swords are intellectual cards, cards of the mind. Eight is really about empowerment, but it's also about releasing anything that stands in the way of our empowerment, our self-empowerment. So those are thoughts and beliefs that may stand in the way of our being empowered or feeling empowered. Our life is what we make it through our perspective. You know, our perspective really is everything. It's everything. It's how we can see our life as empty or full. It's that old adage about the cup being half full or half empty. That's perspective. It's easy to look at someone else and say they have the wrong perspective. But unless we understand, again, we put ourselves in their shoe. Why do they? How did it come to be? then we cannot help them to achieve a broader view. And it absolutely is imperative that we understand that we must help the collective on a whole. This helps us as an individual, and we can do it as an individual, and we can also do it through our service. Of course, we have to serve ourselves first and foremost, our path, uh, and like whatever our needs of nurturance are there. And then secondary is that we are here to be of service through that to all of humanity. Just like we want to serve the animal kingdom, we have to serve the human kingdom, too. You know, and be willing to um, look at people who are in a deep delusion um, and see how vulnerable that is. How vulnerable that is and want to help them to grow. Um, and of course, it also means we need to look in the mirror. If we're not looking for deeper understanding, then we're not achieving a broader view. So this week, we, um, we're called to action to take our time, to be strong and steady in our values, but also to be willing to change if we find that we're not choosing out of compassion and love, you know, if we're closing out those qualities, then is our view really the best view? Probably not. It probably needs a little adjustment. Oh boy, I feel like I've been talking for an hour already. I probably have. Monday the 1st, Monday the 1st, Monday, January the 11th the moon is going to be conjunct Venus. Both are going to be in Capricorn. So the moon, our inner workings and feelings is working side by side, our sense of values, beauty, and romance. This is a regular monthly transit, but in Capricorn this month, in its highest expression, we want to be building the spiritual into reality. So the material world obviously is not reflecting this wholly right now. Uh, we need to build, you know, we're building, um, our egos into reality, and we're feeling the neglect of the spiritual, the neglect of compassion, the neglect of unconditional love. Not entirely, but to a large degree. You know, we're feeling the neglect of our true connections and creative responsibility to one another. So with the moon conjunct Venus, and moon in Capricorn, it can have a more detached viewpoint. It can see things a little bit more realistically rather than overly emotionally. Um, So we can feel the changes necessary under this transit to be a better authority in our own lives, to be a better leader. And also, you know, when you become your own authority, how is that, what's that going to look like in your life when you become your own authority? You know, which means where you stop giving power to other people or situations and you take that power back and you become the sole leader for yourself and how will that aid you in being a channel for giving and receiving love in this world so what does being your own authority look like in your life And how will it aid you in being a channel for giving and receiving of love in this world? Those are the questions to ponder around this energy. You know, it's asking us to really tune into how we build the spiritual into reality. And the spiritual, to me, being spiritual means honoring the uh, essence and the energy and not just the physical, right? And revering it revering it and honoring it. Um, It encompasses compassion and unconditional love um, and really that all things are connected. It's about spirituality to me is the idea that all things are connected through these invisible threads of essence and energy and that we must honor uh, that connection at all times and revere it And that when we experience violence and suffering, it's because we're experiencing separation from that oneness. And that is, to me, what spirituality is. And everybody's going to experience it a little bit different. It's unique to everybody. It is not, it does not belong to religion. It does not belong to any ideology at all, or philosophy. Um, It is a universal thing. Spirituality is a universal connection um so how do we use that spirituality in our lives and are we being a channel for giving and receiving love in this world and building that spirituality into a material tangible reality in our lives all right tuesday and wednesday the 12th and the 13th we've got the new moon in capricorn because it's going to be happening on tuesday in uh, Pacific, Pacific Standard Time, and Wednesday in Eastern Time, new moon in Capricorn, and the moon is also going to conjunct Saturn and Jupiter all in Aquarius around this energy. So this new moon has an air of destiny about it. There are instructions for living that can only be accessed. I can't read or talk today. I write these reports up and then I follow them along as an outline so I don't get distracted by endless chitter chatter, which I have failed at doing today. All right. There are instructions that can only be accessed through the mystery of living out our human destiny. So the answers can only come through living. Our egos and personalities are absolutely being challenged at this time. We are all pondering if we're meeting our own potential um the, this is such an important uh, new moon right now, um, And it's tense. it's terse. Um, it's very important during this new moon to honor your privacy, your discipline and to remain guarded in some respect, especially during transformation. You know, personal transformations. You're going, you're figuring out the deeper workings of your experience. So, this doesn't mean isolate. Um, it just means consecrate, you know, make holy your current experience. And when you make something holy, you know, you're not just like sharing it uh, willy nilly. You know, you're really honoring that experience and sharing reservedly with those who match your vibration or, you know, you feel um, are in uh, in flow with your vibration because you're in a vulnerable place when you're in a, in a sense of transformation, you know. And um, so this week, this new moon is about kind of like drawing inward in a private way, not isolated, not not getting support or getting uh, encouragement where you need. And, and, and not, it's not about not connecting with others. It's about being very discerning about how you're connecting with the world around you. Um, you'll know that you're on the path of enlightenment when you realize that you don't know anything. And yet you won't feel punished by that. It's nothing that you'll be shamed of, shamed by in realizing that you know nothing, you will feel very open to everything, and it will feel very intuitive. This new moon is um, in, is conjunct a sense of responsibility and restriction, so Saturn. So there's a necessary austerity right now needed to weed out what no longer has use, and conversely, This new moon is also conjunct our sense of expansion, faith, and optimism. Oh, okay, so we're restricted and we're expanding. Ah, that makes a ton of sense. (laughs) As you can see, there is huge differences in the energy that we're going to be experiencing. So we want to expand. We want to expand in our faith and our optimism. But we also feel a sense of realism. And responsibility. Um, all while we're currently seeking the maximum amount of freedom through Aquarius. Seeking freedom can only be true when we seek on behalf of the whole consciousness and not just for ourselves. So, this is such an important thing to understand. When we seek our personal freedom, we are seeking it on behalf of the entire human race and we're going to see more rebellions which are really this expression of narcissism and delusion but we're going to see more of that Um, and we're going to each have to connect with the world around us and take our stand as we feel necessary but also guard ourselves when we feel necessary remember it's not my stand or your stand though either it's If we are standing at all, we're standing for a higher truth, one that meets the requirements of dignity, love, and compassion for all. So we're not rolling over and accepting oppression, bullying, and violence. We must have strong boundaries, but we also must see the truth of the perpetrators of violence, of oppression in the world today. We've got to say no to their abuse, hold them accountable, but also have compassion for the abuse that created their realities. So all of these things can be true, right? We can, I can have faith and optimism in the world while also understanding its limitations. You know, I can have a, a feeling that things are changing for the better, while also acknowledging that the change that's happening right now is fucking scary and painful and chaotic and violent. And that's really what this new moon is all about. It's about um, observing and being detached in our viewpoint, but not becoming absent of our ultimate goal, which is to see the higher truth and to live in accordance with a higher evolutionary process of living. And humans have done that through empathy and intellect. We have come to know that we... what civilization really can be, which is where we're not just like beating our next-door neighbor over the head for a loaf of bread. We're understanding, well, I could teach you how to make bread. I can share my bread with you. Um, I can use your eggs, and you can use my fucking wheat... And we can make something here. That is evolution for human beings. And that is um, a sense, there's a sense of responsibility for us who are in tune with those kind of, with that kind of evolutionary process right now to help those who are not and usher them into a, uh, ultimately a better life for themselves, but also ushering them into the survival of the human race. And we know that we can only do this through evolving. All of this is going to be happening, and I think we've really been feeling this uh, as, as it, the last week, too. Uranus is going to station direct on Thursday the 14th. Uranus, the Great Awakener, has been retrograding. It's been the only planet really still in a deep retrograde. Now that's ending Uh, And just FYI, I can't remember when the retrogrades are going to start again, but we got like a couple months here. Uh, We do have a Mercury retrograde, but in terms of like the major planets, we have a few months here of like forward motion. We do not have a Venus or Mars retrograde again this year. No, we don't have a Mars retrograde this year. So um, there is some forward motion for us here. So Uranus is going to station direct. And the Great Awakener, I've been discussing Uranus a lot over the last few weeks because of how the energy relates to Aquarius. On this day also, the moon is going to conjunct Mercury in Aquarius and the sun is going to conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. The sun, our identity, Pluto being transformation or like being able to see what's really going on in the depths. The moon, our emotions, conjunct Mercury, our communication, all in a place of freeing ourselves. All of mankind is divine. We are all fucking divine. All of us are star energy. In our highest expression, we're awakening through a process of self-realization. And we seek to give of ourselves uh, to the collective by unfurling ourselves, by revealing ourselves at our deepest level, which also leads to our truly knowing ourselves ourselves. And to me, that's the, sim- that's the symbolism of finding your salvation, is actually knowing yourself. I think that's one of our biggest struggles as humans. It's certainly my biggest struggle. Um, and I think it's also uh, the most rewarding thing that we could be doing, is truly seeking to know ourselves. So in the shadow of this energy... We're walking through life as narcissists. We're falsely believing that nothing and no one will ever restore us from our traumas and suffering. We'll never have our needs met because we're never meeting our needs. Uranus is called the Great Awakener. And as I've discussed in my reports the last few weeks, this is the consciousness of breaking free of those things that we are too fearful to remove ourselves directly. And so our subconscious those creative powers and juices working because we're always creating from like our thoughts and our actions and our behaviors. Our subconscious is still creating these perfect experiences that will create freedom that don't feel like a choice to us because we haven't said, you know what, this is, I'm going to actually go headlong into this. Um, It's kind of like if you know you need to break up with somebody but you just sort of wait for the shit to fall apart instead of going, you know what, I know I need to do this and I'm just going to do it. So that's the difference between um, choosing something directly or our subconscious choosing it for us. It's all coming from us. So something I really love um, about this particular shift, the Taurus Uh, Uranus and Taurus turning direct is the degree it's turning on and you know it really speaks directly to the fact that life is instilling in us uh, the perfect thing the perfect experiences environments all of that to create freedom within us and that's us doing it we are we are either directly Or covertly happening, helping these shifts and changes to happen. But this particular Taurus degree is really so epic. And inside degrees, which is a description of the degrees uh, of the zodiac, um, I'm just going to read directly from it. It calls this Taurus degree, which is number seven, a beautiful dream comes true, conceiving in your heart that a fresh life current is here to be met in the physical being magnetized to the spot where the new earth arises. You can feel completely drawn to give yourself over to what the new life wave asks, sensing acutely that this is all that counts and suffering for those, for all those who are shut out from the bounty, knowing how hard it is to feel dejected and forsaken and never forgetting the ache, the longing, the distances and what it takes to earnestly clasp new life And really, you belong to the kingdom. I'm sorry. Never forgetting the ache, the longing, the distances, and what it takes to earnestly clasp new life. And really, you belong to the heavenly kingdom in the earth and will never again be out in the cold. So this is like, again, speaking to the fact that separation, it's like... Throughout time, humans have created all of these solutions to separation, right? Ah, oh, you go to heaven. Ooh, the ultimate feeling of connection. You know, all of these salvations, um, which are symbolic. They're symbolic to the connection and the heaven that you can feel already by acknowledging um and working to heal the separation within, the violence within. And this speaks to that when we do that work, and it's hard, it hurts. You know, we have to go a great distance to go through our own self-responsibility. But when we do, we will never again feel left out in the cold. And so also understanding where people are coming from when they feel left out in the cold. And I'm sure every one of us knows that feeling because at some point, and I know if you're listening to this podcast, at some point you have felt extremely left out in the cold, extremely dejected, lonely, cast aside. And that's part of the human experience, I think, to go through things that make you feel that way. But here we are on this degree that's asking us to wake the fuck up and to wake up to the fact that um, heaven is here now for us, and to assist others through our own personal experience and our own example into being able to experience that kind of connection in their lives now also. However difficult it may be, and it is fucking difficult, we still have to discern what the underlying reasons are for the outpictured violence, suffering, and pain in the world, and what we will find is a collective of neglected, dejected human beings who feel unloved and unlovable. What we're experiencing right now, especially from my perspective as a person living in the USA, we need to continue to let our feelings guide us to our inner truth and focus on our personal transformation more than ever. I think anger is important, grief, sadness. I think we must let these feelings teach us what we need to know about ourselves and our world without projecting them around us, though, without just using them to blame and shame others. We must remember that these feelings are just passing through us and they're not meant to stay. They're not meant to be repeated by our inner dialogue day in and day out. Feelings are the entry point to our... Inner world via sensations. Feelings are the entry point to our inner world via sensations. They show us our human natures. And then we must use our brilliant minds to create from what we dictate, not simply from what our automatic responses. So, what I'm saying here is that our feelings show us what's fucking going on in all the messy glory. And then we use our evolved mind full of empathy and intellect to be the masters of our response instead of just automatically responding. And you know what? You may feel that automatic response being triggered and you can still choose ultimately how to move forward, what your ultimate response will be. You can still see things clearly. The collective identity has already been broken apart and now it's seeking to rebuild itself we're going to see many people holding on to false senses of security out of fear of making the necessary changes, and we're going to be involved in that too. We must remain flexible and fluid and have immense courage in the face of changes. Things will continue to change. It's chaos right now. It's going to remain chaotic. We've got to stay singularly focused on our intention for, for personal awakening as a powerful energetic example to the greater consciousness. Anyone who's gone through this vast personal transformation, you realize it's not an event. It takes years. It will take you to the rock bottom of hell, but you'll still find your way back up from it. So for those on the path of love in this world, you'll have to trust your own experience to get you through these times of unsettling radical change, and trust that other people are going to get through it too. You know, that for some of for some individuals, um, these these really low points in their life are the growth are are what fuels growth for them trust that nature always finds a way we're nature and that under it all nature is always seeking to rebalance so those things are happening even without our continual effort friday and saturday the 15th and 16th of january the moon is going to be sextile mars Uranus and Venus. So these are surprising days. You know, I think emotional, passionate days. The moon is going to be in Pisces. Um, I would say really good days for creative, heart-centered pursuits. We're going to feel inclined to act in accordance with our need for beauty and love in the world. We may be acting out of compassion. With the moon in Pisces, we may feel extraordinarily sensitive to the underpinnings of the world. Um, Your dreams might be more vivid. So in amongst some of the most extensive stressful energy we've all ever encountered, take your respite. And I mean, this entire year has been such a marathon of stress. We've got to unplug where we can. We've got to let creative activities and hobbies relax and feed us. Not everything has to be defined by words or explanation. Some things can only be felt and I think we'll really be feeling deeply. on these on Friday and Saturday, and and a lot of really loving, wonderful things can come through that. These are harmonious aspects. Finally, we end the week on the 17th with Jupiter and Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus. You know, many of us can see the changes that need to be made, and yet they're not being made, and that can be increasingly frustrating. You know, the timing can be so frustrating. And it can lead us sometimes to preemptively stir shit up out of restlessness. We can feel the changes coming in. We sense it, but it's not manifesting how we want or in the timing we think is accurate. So we start to exert control and we inadvertently get in our own damn way. So we got to remember, everything is always expanding to reveal itself. Jupiter is expansion. Aquarius is freedom. You know, so we're already expanding through these themes of what's going to create real freedom for all human beings here. Squaring Uranus and Taurus are resources, our connection to humanity is awakening. That expansion to freedom is going to feel restricted restricted sometimes by the awakening process, by the chaos and destruction that can come along with it. So... You know, this is a day when we may feel like our excitement is, and optimism and hope are being dampened by external events. We may feel stifled from doing what we want or experiencing the freedom we want, but when you hold the f- perspective of freedom, when you're free inside yourself, you're going to fear much less someone else controlling you or taking away your, f- your freedoms. How can you rewrite your perspective of freedom for yourself? That's something to be asking this Sunday. All right, loves. Jeez, that felt like a real wordy uh, energy report this week. I want to thank all of the monthly energy report supporters and patrons who helped to support the availability of this information. Thanks this week to Abigail, Shannon, Rebecca, and Karen a For their Venmo do- donations. I really appreciate you. Um, it was a little hard doing the report today. I definitely... I sat and wrote it this morning. It's Sunday. You know, typically I have it written beforehand. But this week I just wanted to sew. <laughs> it sounds so fucking weird. I just wanted to sew you guys. Um, I just needed to create some stuff this week and not talk. And ultimately, you know, apparently I have a lot to say today, but... Um, I have been feeling that a lot more, the need to just be present to myself. And I, I really, uh, I have an amazing life, you know, where I have a lot of freedom. Um, and I am in awe of it and so grateful for it. But I also created that life. Um, so I'm proud of myself for it while also feeling very lucky be experiencing it. Um, So right now, uh, in a very practical sense, I have my costs very, very low, my living expenses. I am not spending a lot of money. I am staying home. I am cooking my meals and taking very, very good care of myself. I am living very simply, Um, and I am finding enjoyment in it instead of feeling that it is a punishment and that is up to me that is the perspective i'm choosing and occasionally i do feel lonely but i know that it's not going to be forever so right now i am just you know on the days i don't have to get up early i'm letting myself sleep in and the days when i have things to do i'm being very focused on those things and i'm just living as as um simply that's all I can say as possible I'm making I'm making my life about whatever's right in front of me and what needs to happen I need to go move my body I need to take a walk I need to sit and uh tune into my session that's coming in I need to um you know uh take a nice hot shower where I turn the temperature all the way to cold <laughs> and support my, uh, my lymph nodes, you know. These things are the things that I am focused on right now, and it's an honor to be able to do so, you know. Uh, it's also been a sacrifice to, to experience this type of freedom in my life, um, but it's an honor to do so. And, you know, I think that in this time, it is very easy to feel very punished. It's very easy to feel very punished and um, very ignored and neglected uh, in in a time where we are you know very limited in what we can do and yet I have chosen to see that as an ultimate freedom. I'm like this time in my life, I may never have such. A time in my life where I can absolutely prioritize connection with myself against all else. And so I'm really just soaking it up as if it's, um, something that is such a enormous gift, uh, and, and, and something that I may never experience again is this really deep intimacy with myself. Um, so you know, use this time to really get to know yourself, to really be patient and kind and compassionate to yourself. And then, you know, see how that plays out in your experiences when we're ready to be living out in the world again, in a in a more physically connected way. I think all of this like energetic connection work that we've been doing is really going to it's really going to i think it's going to blast us off in the outer space i think it's going to be really wild what it's going what life will look like in the future based on if we've harnessed this time to really know ourselves and love ourselves so i'm sending you all so much love as usual uh and uh oh i'm so sorry you guys just had to have a big old stretch just then um sending me so much love and i can't wait to speak to you next week lots of love bye